Attention, attention, attention. There has been a huge change that I want you to be aware of. This is a topic that some don't really look into or know it exists, but can be greatly beneficial for you and your family. If you have a child, a loved one that's a child, or maybe even you, or potentially a, a child in the future, I don't know what your situation is, but today I want to cover the 529 plan. But we're going to be discussing this from a different approach. I've covered the 529 plan before, but today I want to discuss it like it's never been discussed before. If you will listen and share this with others, this can change the lives and financial success of our future generation. Let's dive in. Welcome to the Financial Mirror. Financial Mirror where future success is reflected in our knowledge of fixing the one thing we can control ourselves. Thank you for joining me today on The Financial Mirror as we continue to improve the one thing we can control ourselves. If this is the first time that you are joining in, thank you so much. I'm so glad that you have found The Financial Mirror. And if you are on YouTube or Facebook, go ahead and hit the subscribe and the like share this video. If you are listening on a podcast platform of your choice, go ahead and leave a five-star review. And on Apple, that written comment goes a long way in getting this information out to more and more listeners. So today is a special day. I've got a really special topic. Uh, this is something that when I saw it, I said, oh my goodness, I've got to do an episode on that. That is totally episode worthy because i I have heard the complaints. I have heard the reasons why. I have heard everything under the sun about the 529 plan. And to be all honest with you, it was always a tough one for me. It was a tough one in that, you know, we want to be able to set up, you know, the 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 529 plan for our children or for our family members or whomever, you know, it's going to be the beneficiary of this 529 plan. But the problem was, was that there was never a way out if, and if there wasn't a, a educational future in that, in that loved ones, in that loved ones future. Right. So I saw this and I was like, man, this is going to change the lives of so many listeners. This is going to change the lives of, of, or at least the financial future of a lot of my listeners and clients that I work with and, and the people that they are around. It's going to change the lives of so many people because of this one little change that happened. And I think that you are going to like it. I think that you're going to really look forward to it. And I hope that it changes your mind about the 529 plan if you have looked into it and you you had some of these myths that i'm going to debunk today i want you to just dive a little deeper just look again just think about it after this one little change that we're going to go over has been implemented it's not implemented yet but knowing that this is going to be in place in the future and that this is a way forward hoping that it, it drives some help uh, or, or at least some benefit to you in the future. So as you know, I am a Dave Ramsey financial coach. Therefore, I stick to the Ramsey baby steps when helping clients navigate their finances. I stick to this because Ramsey has a huge history of this steady approach to finances. Super simple, 
gives you one single goal to focus on, right? So if you're on step one, you're saving a thousand dollars for an emergency fund. It's very simple. Like your like your brain's not even focused on like debt at all. You have a very, very specific goal in mind. Well, today we are going to be looking at step five. Step five is save for college for your children. Now, this is specifically for your children that we're looking at this. But step five is saving for college. Now, when we look at 529 plans, the I want to I want to go ahead and knock out this one thing. A 529 plan can have any family member beneficiary. Okay. So it could be a niece, it could be a nephew, it could be a your spouse, it could be your child. It could, it, there's, it's, it's very open on who the beneficiary is. Okay. So I don't want us to just think about this from like a child perspective. Like I don't want you to just think about the 529 plan as this is only for children. Well, it's really not like, I mean, you could start a 529 plan for yourself. You could start one for your spouse. You could start one for your, your, you know, any loved one that you have, so it's a little, it's a little, you know, it, 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 whoever you think is going to be using, you know, needing money for education for, for furthering their education, that's who this is for. Okay. It provides some tax benefits for, for people to use money to go to school. So that's kind of the reason for this. Now, focusing on, you know, what's at hand right now, I am, I've structured this episode to be talking about your children. I'm taking this as you've got kids, you want to save for their college, you want them to be set up for success. That's the approach I'm taking there in this episode. Could this be utilized for for something else? Well, sure, absolutely it can. But that's not really the approach that I'm taking today. So as I'm walking through this, I do want you to keep in mind that I'm speaking specifically to parents that have children. And the situations I talk about are about parents that have children or parents that are um, potentially, you know, or they, they want to have children. Right. So they want to they want to set set that up for success. That's kind of the target audience here when we look at this. But as I stated, 529s can be used for anything. So there's a good chance that you might want to start one for uh, a niece or a nephew or whomever. Right. So just keep that in mind now. When I talk to clients, I want to kick this off the right way. When I talk to clients, there is always a hesitancy around 529s. And I can always see why, right? Because you can, I've been told investment choices are limited. Sure they are. They absolutely are. They are much more limited than your IRA. They are much more limited than most 401ks. I'm not going to say all 401ks because some 401ks can be can be pretty limited too. But for most of the time, the investment choices are limited when it comes to the 529. The other thing I hear, well, 529s are complicated. True. They can be complicated. Getting them started, they are state run, right? 529 plans are run by each individual state which throws a whole new complexity into the game because different states have different rules and different laws and different um, uh, max contribution limits and different, all of these things. So is it complicated? Sure, they can be complicated. Uh, and then my favorite, what if my child doesn't go to college? 
let me be honest, that is the number one reason people don't start 529 plans. They don't start them because they they have this mentality or this mind, well, if I put all of this money into this account, my child or myself is going to be penalized if I take it out and it's not utilized for education. That was that was a fear, right? What if my child doesn't go to college? That was an ongoing fear. So one of those are probably you, but today I want to debunk them. Today, I specifically want to debunk why, what if my child doesn't go to college? Okay. So I've done episodes on 529s before, but this one's different. This one's different because of this new change that's happening. And I am so, so thankful that this is happening because it's going to help so many people. And I'm not just talking about the family that's starting it for the child. I'm specifically talking about the child. This is going to help the child. This is going to help future generations if we can take advantage of it and start these things early. So what has changed? That is, that's kind of what you're wanting to know, right? What has changed? But before we get into that, let me go over what exactly those reasons are that we just went over like like what how do you debunk that how do you how do you navigate it well investment choices 529 plans have a set number of investments that are allowed the state chooses those the state decides how those are going to be allocated right like what you can pick some of them are like target date funds some of them are you can do choose like individual funds so investment choices are limited. But the thing is, is that they these still limited investment funds, these limited, you know, the limited amount of funds that we have to choose from, they still have a history of returns. And I want to tell you that I can debunk this because if you don't like your state's 529 plan or the investments that they offer, go to another state. The thing about 529s is you do not have to buy that you you don't have to start the 529 in the state you live, okay? So you can start at 529 in another state. So if you don't like the investment choices or the ones in your state, go look at other states. Just go pick another state and start looking at what funds they have available because every single state has different investment funds that they have set up. So investment choices are limited, sure. They are limited. But they're they still have rates of return. And if those rates of return are, are, you know, in line with the market or somewhere close to in line with the market, go with it. And if not, go to another state's 529 plan. I'm not telling you to move there. I'm just telling you to start the 529 there, right? So do that. Absolutely do that. That's just one thing you can do. For the 529s being complicated, I got it. I totally understand. It's going to take some time. You're going to have to sit down and read, but oh my goodness, it's so worth it for your child. Sit down, read about the 529 plan in your state. Read about the 529 plan in the neighboring states. Read about the 529 plan in that state that you vacation to, that your family lives in, that, you know, whatever. Like, just read about the other 529 plans. Yes, it's going to take time. It's going to take time to figure out what exactly you are looking for first and foremost you'll start to see compare and see some of those differences between the 529 plans this episode is not about 529 plans maybe i'll do another one uh in the in the near future uh it's not it's not 
it's not in the upcoming episodes, but but I can I can start looking at getting you more information on 529s. But for right now, what I'm telling you is to go do some research and compare and contrast 529s in various states. It'll be worth it in the long run. Okay. Now, for that part about what if my child doesn't go to college, that's what this whole episode is going to be about. That's what this is all about. So it it's not it's not about what if my child goes to college or does not. Because here's what I want you to remember. People misconstrue what the 529 can be used for. So before I even get into the this idea behind what if my child doesn't go to college, that's really okay. Because I can debunk it with the simple fact that this money doesn't have to be used for college. It can be used for uh, some type of um, uh, high school education, right? It can be used for private school education. It can be used for uh, some magnet school education, scholastic school education. It can also be used for trade school. It can also, this is after high school, right? They can, they're, they're going on and doing some type of learning, some type of trade. It can be used for trade school. It can be used for certifications. Certifications are not cheap and they're not getting cheaper, right? Most certifications are costing anywhere between $500 and $1,000 to take, right? You start looking at training materials and boot camps and things like that. Your child doesn't go to college, they would still be thankful. Whatever field they get into, they would still be thankful for this money to be able to purchase these different training opportunities that they can grow in their career field. Or maybe they can get started in their career field, right? They can take the certifications. They can take the classes. They can buy the materials. They can do all that with this 529 plan money, right? With the 529, it doesn't matter if your kid doesn't go to college. That's really fine. Now... That's just that's just giving you a little bit more ammo as we go into the topic of the episode. But just remember, it doesn't matter about the investment choices. You have other states to choose from. It doesn't matter if 529s are complicated. They're, you can really boil it down to what which one provides me, which one do I meet the contribution limit or, or do they allow contribution limit high enough for what I want to give? Which one provides some, some extra benefits along the way? And if your child doesn't go to college, who cares? They can still use this money to grow in in their education, right? So don't worry about that. Don't worry about it. And now, let me give you the reason that this episode is is actually coming to fruition and what I'm so happy about. So we just passed the SECURE Act 2.0. And this is, they had a Section 126 in that in that secure act 2.0 and it said this it said that there's a new tax and penalty free rollover option from a 529 to a Roth IRA under certain conditions currently money in a 529 that is distributed for non-education expenses get penalties right like that's currently how it goes that's the reason why people have always been so hesitant about starting one of these because if they put this in there to get it out they have to pay a penalty right they have to pay a penalty on this money they could have put that into an ira or a 401k or a uh um an investment account like a brokerage account but that's all changed, right? Section 126 has changed that for us. So Section 126 
there are some rules that apply, right? There are some rules. It's not just like, yep, you can build up this 529 as big as you want. And all of a sudden you, you know, you, you, you are, are able to just absolutely a thousand percent convert every dollar from the 529 into the IRA, Roth IRA specifically. That's not exactly how it works. So I pulled this. If you're if you're watching uh, the stream, you can see on the screen. I pulled this directly from uh, the, the 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 government website, and this reads exactly. Now un- underline those major parts that I want you to pay attention to. But Section One Twenty Six allows for penalty free and tax free rollovers from five twenty nines to Roths under certain conditions. So here they are. The beneficiary of the 529 is only permitted to roll over up to $35,000 over the course of their lifetime. That's huge. That's that's a key point to remember. They can only roll over up to $35,000 over the course of their lifetime. Okay? So here's a part that... um, I, I've, I've looked up and I've tried to find the answer, um, but I haven't really been able to, to find the exact answer. But how I read this is it doesn't matter if that, or that, let me back up. The $35,000 is going to include, it is going to include growth and in how I read this, right? That's how I read this. So what does that mean? That means you may only be able to contribute, let's say maybe twenty five thousand or maybe twenty thousand, because with growth, it could exceed thirty five thousand. And that's if you want to do this, right? That's if you want to do this. Maybe your co- your child's going to go to college, and maybe you need a hundred thousand dollars in there for them to go to school, right? But that's the thing about this is that it's going to permit tax and penalty free rollovers of up to $35,000. That's the first key point. $35,000 is the limit for doing this. There's a second part that you have to you have to keep in mind. These rollovers are subject to annual contribution limits. What does that mean? What that what that means is you have to uh, make sure that you don't go over the annual contribution limit that is uh, currently out there, right? You can't go over that. So right now, uh, what we're looking at, so we're, we're heading into 2023. Uh, right now, we're going to be at 6,500 for, for, you know, younger than 50, right? 50 or older, you can do 7,500. Uh, but 6,500 is going to be that limit that, that you can contribute. So you have to do this over years. You can't just all of a sudden roll over 35,000, right? You're going to have to do it over years and that counts as your contribution for that year. Okay? So that counts as your contribution. So what does all this mean? All this means is that instead of you now being penalized for that 529 money not being used for education purposes, you can now start a 529 and and it get rolled over, right? The third kicker though, so you've got you've got this $35,000 limit. You've got this contribution limit per year, but that third kicker is the account must be open for more than 15 years. Right? It must be open open for more than 15 years. And that's a key component to this. That's a crucial component to this. Because 
you have to remember that you can't just all of a sudden, you know, decide if your child's in like the seventh grade or something and you're, you think you're going to start this for school, you can start it for school. Just remember that they're not going to be able to start rolling this over and rolling this out until, until after they're kind of, you've, they've kind of decided if they're going to be in school or not school might have to sit there for a little while. Right. But it's not as big of a deal. It's not as big of a deal. The 15 years, not as big of a deal because in their lifetime, they'll still be permitted to roll over 35,000. So even if it has to sit there for a minute, they'll still be able to roll over 35,000 over the course of their lifetime from their 529 to a Roth IRA. Okay. It has to be their Roth IRA, but to their Roth IRA. So what should you do? Well, pretty much I, you're going to hear this straight from me. You should go start a 529 for your child and you should start a 529 for every child, right? You should, you absolutely should. Um, look, if you're, if you're looking at this on the screen, you can see the monthly contribution limits on the left and the number of years invested on the right. Um, if you're listening on the podcast, I'm going to kind of go over a couple of these, but if you will just contribute $50 a month for your child, a newborn child after 18 years, you will have invested $23,670, right? You will, you'll have that invested. So that, and that's with growth and all these, all these things, right? So this is assuming a 5% rate of return, but you will have $23,000 invested for that child, right? If that child at 18 years decides they don't want to go to school, well, that's okay. Let it sit there. Let it sit there. Let them start. Most, you know, most people earlier in their, in their life, they're not putting maxing out their Roth IRA contributions. They're not. So this is free money for them to start moving this over to a Roth and build, you know, and, and hit that $35,000 limit, right? This is free money for them to do that. If you contributed a hundred dollars a month, you'd have your child $41,000 invested by the time they're 18, right? So you can see that just small baby contributions every month, one for each child provides you tax benefits. Remember that. This is tax benefits. This all grows tax-free. This is all used tax-free when spent on education. All of this is free education money for your child that's going to grow and build tax-free. And if they don't use it, they can roll $35,000 into a Roth, which is also going to grow and build tax-free. So that's what you should do. You should start a 529 and, and get these started, one for each child. What if your child's not born yet? Well, guess what? I can tell you that you can still start a 529. You're going to name yourself the beneficiary. And then when your child is born, you're going to switch the beneficiary to them. Because remember, a 529 beneficiary can change. You could start a 529 for your daughter and then give it to your son because your daughter didn't want to go to school. You could do that. But what you could also do is start a 529 for all of your children, contribute for all of your children. And what you've just done is you've in essence, if they don't go to school, you've helped start their retirement. So either way, you're giving them a net worth that's going to exceed all of their peers, right? It's going to exceed all of their peers. People are just not doing this for their kids. Start a 529 and at worst, they don't go to school. You've built them a retirement. You've started them a retirement. 
Do you know how many kids would love to start right out of the gates at 20 years old, 18 years old, 22 years old out of college or whatever with already having $35,000 in retirement? That is awesome. That is totally awesome because more than likely, if you're doing this, you're already teaching them good financial habits. You're already giving them good financial practice. You're already doing all of these things. This is just adding to, to the financial success of your child, right? So I challenge you. I challenge you to go, even if you can only put in some, some 529 plans have a minimum contribution. Okay. So, so be sure to look for that. Understand each state's plan. Understand it because they're, they're all different. They're all different, but understand each state's plan and go and open a 529 plan. Okay. Go and open them. There's tax benefits to you. There's tax benefits for, for the education money that's in there. The plans are good everywhere. You're in control of the account, right? You can always change the beneficiary. These are all great things, but go ahead and start a 529 for your child and and have have that start to build now. Time is is of the essence, and I say that all the time, but the sooner that we can start these things for our children, the sooner we can start saving for retirement for ourselves, the sooner we can do all of these things, compound interest is in our favor. Compound interest is going to allow us to grow our money so much faster than we ever could imagine. We ever could imagine. So I challenge you, go start the 529. Open one for each child. If you can only put in $25 a month, if you can only put in $20 a month, if you can only put in whatever the minimum contribution is, right? $20, $25, $50, whatever it is. If you can only put that in there, you saw what that could do for your child. 20k plus right out the gates at 18 20k plus if they go to school cool they have money for school they can go to you know go to have you work for scholarships do whatever but at least they have some money for school they don't go to school cool roll it over to a Roth IRA they start contributing they get into the workforce they make their money they've got good financial habits they've already got a retirement going they are on their way to be successful financially and you were the reason that it started. So go out there, do your research. Every 529 has has their own plan. Do your research on your states first. Look around at all the other states. Figure out what you're looking for. Figure out which is best and go for it. As you can see, there are absolutely no reason for you to start a 529. If you would have told me then, you know, like, what if my kid doesn't go to school? I got it. I got it. You you could sell me on that excuse before this change. But now, at a minimum, I'm telling you, if you're on baby step five or you skip baby step five because you were like, I don't want to contribute to something that I may have to pay tax and penalty on or my child may have to pay tax and penalty on. If you skip step five in your baby steps, go back to it. Go back to it. Get a 529 started for your kids. Get a 529 started for your kids because in the in the end... You're not just saving it for their school. Now you're saving it for their their long-term benefit, right? You're allowing that money to compound that much longer for a individual retirement account. So there's no reason for you not to start one. Even if you can put some money toward the 529, it'll pay dividends in the long run. So like Napoleon Hill said, you can see on the screen, don't wait. The time's never going to be just right. 
So you could you could tell yourself, well, I'll do it next week. Time will be right then. No, just just do it now. Just go start it. It's really not that hard. Starting 529 plans is really not that hard. But this could be college money. This could be retirement account money. But either way, you're setting up your child for a great financial future. Now, if you already take control of your finances and you do need a little extra help, head over to thefinancialmirror.org and hit book now in the middle of the screen. I'll get you set up with a free consultation. We'll sit down. We'll decide if a financial coach is right for you. And if it is, we'll get you started on a package that works for you. If you do want to give an extra dose of support to the stream, head over to thefinancialmirror.org forward slash shop. Pick you up some awesome financial mirror gear. Thank you so much for listening today. I truly appreciate it. And if you like it, like I said at the beginning, there's no better time than, than to get started on this. And I want you to share this. I want you to share this with everybody because I don't care where you're at. Uh, this type of, this type of effort is going to create a huge, huge, um, uh, a generation that's just so financially successful if we can just start them on these best practices if we can get them kicked off in the right direction it'll just change this whole entire financial outlook of where we're headed you know we continue to build up college debt we i can give you this whole speech like we're building up college debt we're making loans so easy to get that's only going to increase the price that that schools are going to cost because they, they know they're going to get paid, right? You're just going to get more loan money. You're going to, and it's just, it's just, it's a cycle. It's a cycle. And we've got to get to where people can afford to go to college when they want to go to college. And we got to put people in a situation where they can be successful in retirement. And there's no better time to start than now. So jump on this. I appreciate you tuning in. Don't forget to subscribe, like, comment, and share this information. If you are on a podcast platform of your choice, Leave that five-star review and a written comment as that goes a long ways. Till next week, continue improving the one thing you can control yourself. Peace. Well, that wraps up today's Financial Mirror. Join us next week as we continue to work on ourselves, change our mentality, and to commit to achieving the success we always envisioned. Regardless of your platform, help us grow as a community. Please like, subscribe, and share with the people in your lives.